Today's going to be beautiful. You obviously see that we are set up here for baptism, and we have a, a tons of people, uh, especially in the second service. We have six this morning uh, that are signed up for baptism. We're going to get to that in just a minute. But you know what? God has done such an amazing work of salvation. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I've never seen anything like it. In the last three months, 93 people have made a decision to follow Jesus Christ. I think we need to stop and just give God the biggest hand clap of praise for that right now. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the harvest, Lord. Hallelujah. And today there's, uh, like I said, at least 26 that have signed up out of that group to take the next step of baptism in that we're going to get to that shortly. But before we do, I don't do this very often, and and, and that's probably my fault. But I I didn't want to rush through this. I wanted to teach a little bit about baptism and the significance of baptism and what that means. I don't want us to rush through this moment today. I want to dedicate this time to learning about baptism and then the participation, what you guys are about to participate in. We're going to all witness it and celebrate with you. So we're going to talk about that. So let's pray first. Father, we thank you so much for your presence. God, I just sense your, your, your pleasure on us and your anointing here and your grace. And God, I just pray that it would increase and you would open our hearts to your word in this brief talk about baptism in Jesus name. And everybody said, Amen. amen. I remember mine. I don't think I've ever shared this with the congregation, but I was 10 years old when I was baptized, and I remember it kind of like it was yesterday. I was at a, a camp, summer camp, and I had been saved for several years before that, but I'd never been baptized. And I remember the, uh, the camp director, whoever, uh, the leader, making this available, this, this opportunity for baptism, and so I signed up immediately. I was excited about this, and it was in the lake, and it was kind of a beach that kind of gradually got deeper down there, but they did it at night. It's kind of weird, and they had some lights on. But what I remember about it was that the moon was absolutely full. And you didn't need anything really other than that. And it was just this incredible picture of this, this you know, moon coming. And I'll never forget it. it. It stuck with me so much. It was so powerful that several, well, several years later, I was in Israel studying for college. In college, and I had the opportunity to be baptized in the Jordan River. And... I didn't do it. I I turned that down because I didn't want it to overshadow what I had experienced because it was still that real to me. Now, sometimes we get baptized as a child and then need to get do that first work over again because we kind of strayed away. But that that was still so real to me. Now, would it have been okay if I had been baptized in the Jordan? Yes. I was just being my young, oh, I'm not going to be baptized. I'm going to, no. You know, I was just being kind of stubborn with that. But it was so powerful to me. This, this moment of baptize, baptism, and I want it to be for you as well. So according to Scripture, baptism accomplishes at least three things. And I'm actually going to speak a little bit, not very long, but if you want to take notes or whatever, this is some good stuff, I think. Uh, accomplishes three things in our life. Number one, it provides an opportunity to go public with our faith. It provides an opportunity to go public with our faith. The gospel of Jesus Christ is not private. It's not private. i got one half amen on that. But the miracle of regeneration that occurs when you accept Jesus Christ and decide to follow him as your Lord should never be kept 
quiet. When I hear somebody say my faith is a private matter, I'm, it's, it's like ding, ding, ding. It alerts me to the fact that they really don't understand what Christianity is all about. Luke 3, 3 says, Then John went from place to place on both sides of the Jordan River, preaching that people should be baptized. Why, John? To show. Everybody say show. show. To show that they had repented of their sins and turned to God for forgiveness. And that's what repentance is all about. It's not being sorry for something you got caught doing. It's turning away from something and to something else. So repentance from sin is turning away from sin and turning to God. And so that's what baptism, one of the things that it signifies, that we have repented of our sin. And John's like, you need to do this to show everyone that you have repented of your sins and that you have turned to God to be forgiven. Now, baptism is not magical. This is not some hocus-pocus weird ceremony. There's nothing special about this water. I've baptized people in in the muddiest river you can imagine in Nepal. I mean, I was like, do I have to get all the way in here? I was like, I think knees is probably good, you know. Nasty, nasty. And I have baptized last year. Uh, Cody was one of those and some in, some in here. Uh, there's Carl and Jennifer both got baptized in the Jordan River. I baptized in the Jordan River last year. That water's not exactly clear, is it? And it's also cold. And last week, I had the privilege of baptizing a new couple in the church who wanted to be baptized in Altoona Lake. And this morning, I'm baptizing some folks in a horse trough. The actual place or the water has nothing to do with it. Are you hearing me? Look at the screen. Baptism is an outward sign of what God has already done in you. It's an outward sign of what God has already done in you. The act of baptism does not save us. You can't be like, I'm not saved yet because I haven't been baptized yet. That's not the way it works. It's an outward sign going public with your faith. Think about the thief on the cross. Thief on the cross, you know, there was two men crucified with Jesus on the cross and one of them made fun of him, cursed him the whole time. The other one was like, dude, you're crazy. This is the son of God. There's something different about him. Then he talked to Jesus and he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. Remember me. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Well, he didn't have the opportunity to come off the cross and be baptized, did he? So baptism doesn't save us. It's, it's an outward sign of what God has already done. We celebrate baptism at New Life in order to give men, women, boys, and girls the opportunity to go public with their faith in Christ. Secondly, baptism illustrates the burial of the old and the resurrection of the new. This is exciting. Going under the water is a picture of our old sinful life being buried. Somebody ought to praise God right there because that's the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's a wonderful thing. That is the good news. Just like when Christ was buried, our old sinful nature is buried. Jesus died for my sins. And he was buried because of 
my sins. But he didn't stay there. When I'm baptized, it is symbolic of my sinful nature finally being put where it needs to be in the grave. In the grave. Romans 6 3 says, Or have you forgotten that when you were joined with Christ Jesus in what? Baptism, we joined him in his death. For we died and were buried with Christ by baptism. And just as Christ was raised from the dead by the glorious power of the Father, now we also may have new lives, may live new lives. So baptism demonstrates in the physical what God has done for us in the spiritual when we've given our hearts to him. Our old life is buried. Say this, my old life life is buried. buried. My sinful nature nature is buried. buried. Hallelujah. Colossians 2.12 says, For you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. And with him you were raised to new life. Does that sound familiar? That's the name of our church. That's where our church gets its name, right there. You were raised to new life because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. And then Paul sums it up in 2 Corinthians 5.17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. I think that's a place that we can stop and give God a hand of... Come on. For what he's done, for what he's done in us, that is what baptism represents. That is what baptism symbolizes, and that's what we're celebrating today with some folks here in our New Life family. Finally, baptism, number three, unites us with Christ and his body. Unites us with Christ and his body. When I say his body, I'm talking about the church. I'm talking about the universal church, the big C church. Do you know there's people all around this world right now? Some in freedom like we are, praise God. Come on, this is not, we have all kinds of trouble, don't we, in America right now, and just division and problems and issues, but it's still the greatest nation on this earth, and we are here this morning worshiping freely. We don't have to worry about somebody busting in the back door and arresting us. We don't have to worry about being quiet or somebody might hear us. There are people in the body of Christ, listen, but there are people in the body of Christ this morning who are worshiping underground, some literally underground because it's illegal to do so. I'm going to be traveling in three weeks to Pakistan where they are completely and totally persecuted there in the church. And there, But here's, here's the beauty of baptism. It's a symbol that we are now united with them. We are with them. We are one with them. It unites us with Christ and his body. See, baptism is not just about us. It is personal. It's extremely personal, but it's not just about us. It's about the body of Christ at large. I want you to hear the next few things that I say. It's about how we see each other in the church. Big C church. It's about how we fit together to accomplish the will of God in the earth. We are the hope of the world. Galatians 3.26 says, For you are all children of God through faith in Christ Jesus, and all who have been united with Christ in baptism have put on. Everybody say, put on. You've put on Christ, like putting on new clothes. There is no longer Jew or Gentile, slave or free, male or female. 
For you are all one in Christ Jesus. Listen to this. Baptism represents a cleansing. Represents. It's not the actual water that's cleansing us. It represents a cleansing that we go through. Listen. To prepare us to put on Christ. Y'all aren't getting this like I am. This is a representation of the cleansing process that we go through to put on Christ. Just like we would get cleaned up to put on new clothes. Would you ever go out and mow the grass, mow the lawn, get nasty, sweaty, gross, and go in and put on your best suit? Now you would get cleaned up first. Listen, listen. When we go down in the water, when I go down, I'll make it personal, when I go down in the water, it represents that my agenda, my will, my prejudices go down with me. But when I come up, come on, when I come up in Christ, when you come up and put on Christ, we don't, we don't see each other the same way anymore. We don't see black or white, rich or poor, young or old, Republican or Democrat, kid or adult. We don't see any of that. We just see Jesus all over each other. My God, if we could get a hold of that, it would change everything. Woo! I didn't know I was going to preach like that this morning. This is supposed to be just a baptism. Come on. Our our nation is so polarized today. Somehow it's even more polarized today than it was yesterday. And you say, well, that's just the nation. That's just the crazy gut. No, it's in the church. It's crept over right over, not crept over, it leapt over. And we let it. Which side are you on? Stop that. Stop posting about it. Stop being polarizing with your Facebook post and your Twitter stuff. Start lifting each other up. Whatever side that they're on, I'm not saying you can't have an opinion. Of course you can. But don't let that be more important than seeing each other as a brother and a sister in Jesus Christ and allowing the enemy to come in and divide us. Because when he divides us, we are weak and we cannot do what he's called us to do. And I will not pastor a church. I will not allow it in here. I'll cut it down in the name of Jesus. And you will never hear anything from the pulpit that divides. And you say, Pastor, you got to stand up. I'll tell you what I'll stand up and do. I'll preach the word of the living God and let it fall where it may. And then you decide how that fits. The Holy Spirit can take care of the rest. My God. (laughs) Woo. I had no idea this was coming. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Sick of the devil having his way in the church. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. We are united in baptism. Would you bow your heads? First things first. If you are here and you'd say, Pastor, I'm not right with the Lord. My relationship is not. It's, it's fractured. It's broken. 
And I need, I need Christ to forgive me of my sins. I want to come to him for forgiveness and receive grace and mercy and come back into fellowship. Would you raise your hand? Everybody look at me. We're going to do something. This week as I was praying, God laid something on my heart. We've never done it here. And it's spontaneous baptism. If you're here and you're like, man, I forgot to sign up. Or as I was preaching about baptism, something began to stir in you and was like, I want that. I want, I want that in my life, but I didn't sign up. I wasn't. Or maybe you got, you got baptized when you were seven years old, but you kind of strayed for years and you're back in fellowship with him and you want to do your first works again. And we're going to give you, we, matter of fact, I felt so strongly about this. I had the staff go and buy extra shorts and shirts and towels in all different sizes for anyone who would like to be baptized and decide this morning that you want to be baptized or re-baptized. So as everyone stands and just stays where you are, just stand up and just don't move around. Is there anyone that would like to join these six this morning in being baptized or rebaptized? Anyone at all? Scott? Anybody else? Anybody else? <laughs> Leah? Who else? Okay. If you guys would go out to the first-time guest booth, they'll take care of you and then make your way back in after you change. We're going to go ahead and keep going with the service. You guys, what we're going to do in transition, amen, amen. Pastor Dan is going to lead a chorus as we stand and sing, and then we're going to sit back down and move forward with the ceremony, with the service.
Pastor Cody. All right, this morning, up first we have for our baptism celebration is Mr. Gary. Would you join us up here? Gary was saved four years ago and is so humbled by what God has done in his life, and he's looking forward to what's ahead. Scoot up all the way. Scoot up all the way. There you go. Yeah, I don't want you to hit your head on that block right there. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. This is so awesome. So awesome. Gary's family here? Awesome. Awesome. Wonderful. Praise the Lord. Front row. Gary, do you love the Lord? Yes. Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? Yes, I have. You believe he's raised from the dead? He's alive today? Amen. Then it's my privilege as your pastor to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 Um, next this morning we have RJ. Woo! RJ all right, says, RJ. Sometime last year I asked Jesus into my heart, and when I did, something really cool and amazing happened inside of me. I knew something changed, and I've been waiting to get baptized, and today is my day. Amen. Give it up for RJ. You're ready. RJ, do you love the Lord? Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? You believe Jesus has been raised from the dead? Amen. Then, RJ, it's my privilege as your pastor to baptize you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Christy, all right, give it up for Christy. Christy says, I rededicated my life to Jesus on August 30th, 2018. Jesus rescued me from the darkest pit of my life and took me into his arms of grace. Now I want to spend the rest of my life living for my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Do you love the Lord? I see the Holy Spirit all over her. <laughs> Hallelujah. You believe he's raised from the dead? Hallelujah. Then it's my privilege to baptize you this morning in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Brian. Brian says, it was when I was about 10 or 11, I was going through some really hard things in my life. I was being bullied in school and it was getting really bad. At that point, I knew I needed God. So one night at my darkest hour, I accepted God as my Lord and Savior. And ever since, my life has been forever changed. I still have my ups and downs, but that's life. The one thing I'm so thankful for is my daughter. I sure wish she was here to see this. I miss her deeply. Brian, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Brian, do you love Jesus? Yes, sir. Have you received him as your Lord and Savior? Yes, sir. You believe he's raised from the dead? Yes, sir. Amen. You ready to live for him? Yes, sir. Awesome, awesome. It's my privilege to baptize you, Brian, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
ago. After her parents' divorce, she dealt with a lot of anxiety, and the Lord showed her that she's not alone. She wants to get baptized because of how the Lord has helped her during that time in her life. Nina, is that right? Okay, I want to make sure I said that name right. Do you love the Lord? Amen. Do you believe Jesus has been raised from the dead? You've invited him into your life? Amen. Well, then it is my privilege and honor to baptize you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. support in here. Chris rededicated his life not too long ago and is ready to make this public declaration this morning. Amen. Praise the Lord. Good stuff. Good stuff, Chris. Chris, do you love the Lord? Absolutely. Amen. You believe Jesus has been raised from the dead? You've received him into your life? Well, we celebrate that with you today. And it's my privilege to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Time to sing another song? Okay. Whoever's first, come on. Hey, all right, come on, Brother Scott. Woo! Amen. All right, as we know, this is Scott Reese. He says, I was saved when I was a child, and I strayed for a very long time to some very dark places. You may want to hold me under an extra second. <laughs> Can I get an amen, Joanne? <laughs> Just saying, he said. Scott has become a precious, precious friend and is involved in this church. And, yeah, he did live rough for a little while, but God has brought him miraculously back. He regenerated his heart, and we praise the Lord for that. That's what God does. That's who he is. So, Scott, it's my privilege to baptize you today in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Look at all these folks. Come on. That's fine. It doesn't matter. That's okay. All right. It is warm. Yes. <laughs> this is Leah. And she says, rededicating myself, washing away my sins, and entering a new chapter of my Christian walk. <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> I was she having says, her dance. No. Rededicating myself, washing away my sins, and entering into a new chapter of my Christian walk. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. Leah, do you love the Lord? Absolutely. 
Amen. You believe Jesus has been raised from the dead? Absolutely. Hallelujah. Then it's my privilege to baptize you this morning in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. anyone else that you're like, man, I wanted to get in on this. We'll wait for you. We'll wait for you. We have time if you want to be rebaptized or baptized this morning. Lynn, I really appreciate you. Um, you want to talk about faithful. You want to talk about faithful with our children to be here every time, to be here and to work hard. She is an unbelievable choice servant of God. You love the Lord? I know you do. You believe he's been raised from the dead? Amen. He lives in your heart? Amen. Well, then it's my privilege to baptize you, Lynn, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. signifies in the spiritual. It is just absolutely amazing. I want to challenge you. I didn't realize God was going to move on me to preach like I did before that baptism, but I want to challenge you to put on Christ. Every time you think about saying something negative in this atmosphere of division, put on Christ and think about what he would say and what he would do to bring unity instead of division to being grace instead of judgment. <laughs> Got quiet again. Do you, do you receive that? Do you receive that? Amen. Let me pray. Let me pray over you. Father, I thank you for your presence. 
I thank you for this congregation. I thank you so much for these that were baptized today and all that signifies. Lord, I pray you would seal by your Holy Spirit what you have done here today. We come against the enemy. No weapon formed against us will prosper. In Jesus' name, we love you. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, amen. I love you, church. If you haven't signed up for Discovery, right outside those doors, go down and check out the children's area. Before you go, get a donut. We love you. Come on.